comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Kung Fu Grip Studios. Arg, pow, zap, stick. That all sounds great, but how does it look? Comics just don't have the same zing when they're all written in Helvetica. You need a letterer to bring your comics to life. And Hassan Pashal has been a professional comic book letterer since 2007, with work appearing in Femme Force and other independent comics. Fast, affordable, and always creating, Pashal's designs are unparalleled. Visit kungfugripstudios.deviantart.com to see his work in action. For lettering that brings comics to life. kungfugripstudios.deviantart.com The PKD Black Box presents The Carol Chronicles. Hello once again and welcome to the Carol Chronicles. I don't know Mr. Fun that never begins as I like to open these by saying this wonderful episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at Discount Comic Book Service. I was a long time member before I decided to cut way back on some stuff I've been buying. But trust me, you can get discounts of, on regular comics uh, up to 75% off. Generally, you're going to get around 35% for the big three. Sorry, big two, DC, Marvel. Uh, image usually is that way, and so is Dark Horse, so I guess before. Trades, first month out, going to be 50% off. They do carry the entire back stock at both there and through their sister site, InStockTrades.com. And... Our other sponsor is the wonderful gentleman over at Nothing's On, brought to you by my co-host, Donny Salvo, and yeah, the legend himself, Daryl Taylor. It's a great show. They talk about what's going on on TV currently. They come out weekly, usually on about Saturday, and it's just basically two guys talking about what's on TV. It's a great show. You should listen. I highly recommend it. So knock yourselves out and go watch it. One problem that we've got right now is that, well, I was coming up with show topics, and I was like, well, can I talk about no Elimination Chamber for WWE was two weeks ago, so there's nothing going on much there. It's already over. Uh, they've already, we already know who the big four matches are going to be. Rock Cena, Ugh. Triple H and Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell. Chris Jericho versus CM Punk for the WWE title. And finally, Sheamus, the Big Jar Mayo himself versus the Vegan Daniel Bryan. Yeah, undercard matches. And it'll be a it'll be a divas match, and you'll probably have a blow off for the who's the GM of Raw SmackDown blow off with uh, Teddy and good old big Mister Excitement, Big Johnny Laronitis, picking teams for their group. And so I was like, okay, maybe I'll leave off wrestling. Okay, let's look over at MMA. Hey, ah, crap! They just had a title match, and Frankie Edgar lost to. His belt, and not surprising. Edgar's always been one of the smaller guys in his weight class at 155, and 
even at 145, he would be one of the few guys who don't have to cut very much. Uh, to give a perspective, most guys cut around 15 to 20 pounds on average to get down to their weight that they fight at. Immediately afterwards, they rehydrate and get back in. And so you may weigh in, say, for a Saturday fight, you may weigh in Friday at 155, but you generally will go off at about 165 because you rehydrate, you eat, you get stuff in you, and that's what you go off at. It's like, well, is there any other big matches? No. Okay. Suck. So the other big events happen in MMA. Ooh, Ultimate Fighter's coming back. Eh, I don't really care yet. I mean, the great thing is that it is all episodes are going to be live, televised on Friday nights on FX. This is like, oh, great. No, no, nothing there. What about baseball? It's come back, and we've had all these ideas. Like, no, I'll have... Next month's going to be the big uh, baseball and uh, WrestleMania preview, so nothing there. Okay. Well, what about the NBA? <sighs> Jeremy Lin, Jeremy Lin, yay, Jeremy Lin. Yeah, I just don't really care about Jeremy Lin. I just don't. Okay. When it... Um, Certain players will always get great numbers in certain schemes. If you use a run-and-gun type out type of offense that Mike D'Antoni has always used, three players will always get a lot of points. Your power forward, your point guard, and one other basically perimeter-ish player, for lack of a better term, a guy who can work the 2-3 which uh, was Joe Johnson for a long time. Sean Marion's a classic example of this. So that's why that guy always, or, well, Marion was a 3-4, mind you, but that guy always gets a lot of points in his offense and a lot of weight and stuff. But like I said, the point guard always gets a lot because in a D'Antoni offense, to, make it, to simplify it for you guys, he always has the ball in his hand and he makes the decisions. So if you have somebody like Jeremy Lin in this case, or let's go old school for you guys, Mark Price. A point guard who's going to have the ball in his hands and make a lot of good, smart decisions. He's going to put up good numbers. However, if you flip that around and you give him a guy like Stephen Curry, or he's not going to put up as good numbers. It's just not going to do like so. He's not going to do as well. Uh, another one, a you gotta find a low level point guard I hate to say this to, find, to get that in no offense to you but to my friends Ian and my friends uh, Russell who Jeremy Lynn is not an elite point guard he is at best a top he's in the 15 to 20 range I could rattle off 10 point guards off the top of my head but I know we're better than him Darren Williams uh, let's see, who else could I name? Brandon Jennings, Derek Rose, Kyle Lowry, Mike Conley, Steve Nash. I'm going to keep going? Okay, I'm up to six, I'm up to six. Uh, Ricky Rubio, number seven. 
see, let's go with an eight. Ooh, I almost forgot. Oh, Chris Paul. Even though he's not playing much right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Tony Parker. Uh, let's see. Russell Westbrook. There's your 10. There's ones I'm forgetting. There's guys who, uh, that he's better. He's a better fit for this offense. Now, a guy like Evans out of uh, Sacramento, he's better than because Evans is not a point guard. He's a two guard who plays the ball. Whatever sack of shit that they roll out of in Miami to play the point, he's, he's going to be a better guy. Again, worse coal line, whatever, he's still a sack of shit. Um, there's other guys that he possibly could be better than. And yeah, you may argue Kyle Lowry with me, but watch Lowry play. Watch the guy play, he's better. But that's it. Okay, so he's in the top. He's around the number 15 level point guard. But if you. But he, the Knicks, as constituted, are at best going to maybe be the if they're the, They've got to not be the 7 or 8 seed. They've got to try and get that 6 seed or even better. Since Philly is starting to fade, they have an offset shot at the 3. If they get the 3, they'll end up playing the number. I think. Uh, I don't. I can't wait. If the NBA does it the way I think, they'll actually get stuck with the 5 seed, maybe. They get stuck with the 5 seed, then they'll follow the play up in the they have to play Atlanta, they're toast. So Atlanta's got the horses to run them out the door. They have to play the uh, Celtics. Celtics. Celtics can get to the 6 or 5, the Celtics would beat them. That's what's weird about this NBA season is that the teams that are doing well right now, to this point in the season, have, been the, have either been older veteran teams or young teams that can rely on their athleticism. Those older teams that have been doing well at this point, this next six to seven weeks is the key. Teams like LA have to play, I think it's about 20 games over the next 30 days coming out of the break. If that, yeah. Think about that. Uh, Boston's got its, yeah, it has its back to back to back next month. You're going to see a lot of guys all of a sudden. You've already seen a lot of guys get injured this year, but you're going to see even more nagging injuries over the next few weeks. That's why teams like Memphis and a couple other teams are going to start getting guys back will do better in the second half and especially in the playoffs. Because once the playoffs come, you'll have a day of rest between games. You won't be playing three and three, or you won't be playing two and three, you won't be playing three and four, three and five, or four and seven, four and six, you'll have a chance to rest and practice. So the reason why the NBA has been a little weird and unusual this year. We're going off that same notion, and I'm actually going to bring something that wrestling fans would like. Would like. There's a term in wrestling known as X-Pac heat. I apologize for any breaks y'all have had, and that's because I've had to cough and I've had to pause. Xbox Heat is. Heat in wrestling is when the fans boo you or they give you a response just because they want you to leave. They don't like you, they just want you to leave. They don't really care. They're just booing to boo to say you would just leave, shut up, and leave. The entire NBA fan base has hit that point with Dwight Howard. 
Uh, Dwight Howard is probably the. I dislike him more than I disliked Carmelo last year. Carmelo, at least, was honest. He always said, look, I want to leave. I want to go to New York. I want to go to New Jersey. I want to get traded during the season because I want to get my extension. Denver finally gave in. They traded him. They got some They got some great pieces. Yeah, they had rebuilt their team. Flip side of that, you've also you've got... The the uh, what the decision when LeBron registered into the season and left Cleveland the way he did. You take those and you compare them to just what in the hell Dwight Howard is doing. You said he doesn't want to get traded, but I want to, if you trade me, I want to go to these teams that are very 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 good that can win. I can win a title. I want to go to the Lakers or the Clippers or the Nets. Really, the Nets Nets ain't gonna win shit. You just want to go there because Darren Williams is there. I kind of feel sorry for the Mets because if they don't get Dwight Howard, Darren Williams is going to Texas. He's gone. He's gone to Dallas. Hell, uh, Dwight Howard can end up in Dallas, for Christ's sake. But uh, Dwight Howard has talked out of... He hasn't talked out of both sides of his mouth. He's talked out of his ass and his both sides of his mouth. And the end result is not going to be very pretty for him because he has gotten Xbox heat from his own fans. They don't like him. Like, shut up and leave. I mean, it's come to the point where you know he's not going to resign. You don't really want to trade him because if you trade him, can you get back equal value? No, but you might get something back for him, and then but you could destroy your cap. I mean, that's one reason why teams like Dallas haven't really made a lot of trades because they're like, well, we'll go with what we got because we know we'll have a lot of money at the end of the season. And why a team like Boston, which knows it has $40 million coming off of the cap after this season because KG and Ray Allen's contracts are up and they're pretty much, KG's going to retire and Ray Allen will probably, he'll go somewhere to chase a title if he doesn't retire. Look for him to end up in uh, Chicago, by the way, next year. But, you yeah, know, that's just, Dwight Howard has X-Pac heat. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now we've covered the NBA. We've covered baseball. What's next? College basketball. I said, I don't see how it's not Kentucky, other than their head coach. Yeah, yeah. Syracuse is the only team I think you could beat that could win, other than them. My beloved Blue Devils are not going to win the title, even if we'll be the first one out. We might lose to the eight seed, or we'll lose to whoever the four seed, five seed in our uh, bracket will be. North Carolina could, could potentially win the title, but North Carolina could also go out in the second round. Hell, if they fall to a three seed, they could lose in the first round to one of those automatic qualifiers. Uh, yeah, it's Kentucky's year, and that pains me because I hate Calipari. Moving on, you've got. Let's go to Magic Eight Ball says NFL, NFL, NFL. Well, RG three will be the number two pick. Do we even have to say anything more? Yeah, it's going to be RG three. 
Cleveland could give up a couple of could give up that pick they got last year from Atlanta plus their own one to trade up for him. Uh, it depends on if they want to roll the dice and stay with uh, him, stay with Colt McCoy or not. But that's just gonna that's could be interesting because the only other team that could really trade a lot for him and not I hate to say this word mortgage hardcore the future. I mean, is is Cleveland because they have that extra one they can give up next year's one, this year's one, and the Atlanta pick easily for that. And I think the Rams would jump on it because let's be honest, next year at best Cleveland would be a six and ten team, maybe eight and eight. Keep forgetting it. You can't really predict them to get a lot more wins because of the division they're in. So. Yeah, and then they could take their two pick and get a uh, wide receiver or something because it's a good deep draft. Somebody like Michael Floyd might be available there. Yeah, it's a good deep draft for receivers. And there's also guys available. I mean, so watch, watch for that. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch. Anything else in the NFL? Yeah, you've... This is why I hate this time of year because there's literally virtually nothing going on. Apologize for that. One of the doldrums before the uh, WrestleMania, and the doldrums before the good old um, NCAA tournament. Baseball's just starting. Oh yeah, Ryan Braun. Yeah, you, we all know. You're guilty of something. I don't know what, but you're guilty of something. But yeah, there's nothing going on. Yeah. <sighs> Even the tech side normally provides me some stuff. It doesn't have much. I mean, Mobile World Conference is going on. But I mean, I've been going through everything that's going on. It's like, okay. New the Galaxy S3 looks like it's going to be a bad motherfucker phone. Most of y'all are iPhone guys. You don't care. Uh, what else? I mean, oh, yeah, the iPhone. The iPad 2 is starting to drop major league price-wise because the iPad 3 will be out in, in the next six weeks. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I mean, if anybody knows anything and you want to recommend that I talk about it for next month, you can contact me at jon.c.carroll at gmail.com. You can also do uh, whatever, whichever one we have at the main uh, site. Sean, I'm sure you can drop it in here. If you don't, well, you don't. So I'm going to give you a two-second, I'm give you a five-second pause for flash photography. Yeah, uh, that's such an inside joke. Actually, I don't give you that every second one, too. That's even funny. But, yeah, there's just, I hate to say it, there's not much going on. So, we're actually going to title this episode The X Pac Heat Episode. And once again, we are brought to you by Nothing's On Podcast, by the way, by Donnie Salvo, the great one. And Daryl Taylor, the not-so-great one. And also by our good friends, led by Cameron, at DCB Service, and their wonderful con, which Sean and I will be at in May, for 
the uh, Summit City Comic Con. We've also got other cons going on this year. I'll be with Sean at the Lexington Comic Con. And then a week later, Sean will be running his first ever half marathon with me and a couple other people. So that's what we've got going on right now. So I hope you all have a great week. Enjoy yourselves. And remember. Yeah, I trail off for no reason. I know. I wanted to see if anybody would say anything. Just remember, enjoy your comics, love your sports, read books, but most importantly, most importantly, love your family. Out.